You're listening to the Racing Virginia Podcast. Now, here are your hosts. I'm Dave C. And I'm Brandon Brown. Not the NASCAR driver. But guess what? He'll be here this week. He'll be here this week. <laughs> we get to see Brandon Brown right here at Richmond Raceway. Let's see. Track. First day of school around here. Uh, the weather's starting to turn a little cooler. That yeah. only means one thing. What is, what is that? Richmond Race Week. <laughs> Absolutely. It is Richmond Race Week here at Richmond and, Race Week. And more importantly. More importantly, the NASCAR playoffs weekend at Richmond. Yeah, absolutely. We got the uh, second race in the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs coming at you with the Federated Auto Parts 400 on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, in fact, while, we, while we're at it, let's go ahead and give them the whole rundown. Sure. Uh, the whole weekend because there's four races, three four, days. Four races in three four days. Four races in three days. That's the first time that's ever happened at Richmond Raceway. Very yeah. cool. Yep. Uh, Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series Toyota Care 250 is this Thursday at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Xfinity Series Go Bowling 250, 7 p.m. on Friday, NBCSN. Uh, and guess what? Another we have a we have number two <laughs> a, a Xfinity double dip of yeah, Xfinity, Xfinity series. Xfinity series. Um, Xfinity series. Virginia is for racing lovers. Two fifty, uh, as we found out from Rita McClenney, <laughs> absolutely president of the Virginia Tourism Department. Very uh, Saturday, two p.m. NBCSN. Mm-hmm. And then Cup Series, Federated Auto Parts 400. It is the second playoff race mm-hmm. of the season. Saturday at 7.30, under the lights on NBCSN. And I guess you're wondering why we're saying all this TV stuff, because there are no fans. Yep, no fans here at Richmond Raceway. We were obviously bummed not to have, uh, not to have them here. Um, but there's still going to be four awesome nascar races yeah. coming your way this uh, this weekend starting on thursday and uh, that's going to be exciting uh, this is the, the on these weekends and uh, i pay homage to paul sawyer mm-hmm. absolutely when i see races on this three-quarter mile track uh that is shaped like no other it is unique uh in all of nascar and it always produces great racing always always i don't think i've seen i don't i don't i don't think i've seen a bad race here i don't, I don't think you can just be, because of the both ends of the track well, man, are so that, different that tight two man coming yeah. off turn two and it just mm-hmm. feels like it's it's like going into a tunnel <laughs> yep it just funnels right there and, yep. and that's where you see a lot of unfortunate mishaps yeah if you uh, go, turn if one and two they probably painted it already but yeah. if you can see what the outside of the wall looks like it coming off a of turn two they use that thing up quite a bit three and four big sweeping corners mm-hmm. into the uh dog leg or i guess you want to call the d-shaped the d-shaped front, uh, the, front the, stretch yeah yeah we'll, we'll go with, with the d coming out into the d yeah if you look at it it almost looks like a d overhead yeah, yeah. you know so but uh yeah uh paul sawyer uh, if, if no one knows the story, uh, designed this track pretty much on a paper napkin mm-hmm. while, of, while eating breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like he, he wanted it. Did, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, but he wanted it to be a tinier Michigan. Yes. He wanted it. Yes. Uh, and, uh, forget the engineer's name that was involved in it, but uh, obviously he had a lot to do with how this track uh, is banked and to go back to that, that year. Mm-hmm. When they changed from the half mile to the 
three quarter. Unbelievable. I, I don't. Uh, they, I don't think you could do it ever again in today's climate. Mm-hmm. Spring race finishes it. <laughs> yeah. Takes it. Uh, Richard, in fact, Richard Petty took bulldozer and uh, helped dig up some of the asphalt on the half mile, the old half mile fairgrounds mm-hmm. track. And what is it? What was it, six months? Maybe. Yeah. If that from from March to September, September, March to September, it went from a half mile and and they raced. In September that year. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> reconfigured this place. New grandstands, everything. You couldn't do you, no. There's no way you can do that again. No, that. Uh, yeah, there would be way too much, too much stuff that went into that. Um, but, to, you know, I obviously was was three years old when it happened. One did had no idea about Richmond, uh, Richmond Raceway. But to see those photos of yeah. Richard Petty doing, you know, jumping in at right after the race, jumping in uh, and uh, and digging up some of the track, uh, iconic here around yeah. Richmond. And and if you ask most of the Cup drivers, and even the Xfinity drivers, they'll tell you that the racing here is this track provides great racing. Mm-hmm. It's all it almost races like a super speedway. Yeah. But it's a short track. Yep, you've got two. You got two grooves that you can run. If you want to run on the outside, you can. If you if you want to hook the bottom, you can. So. Um, provide some great side by side racing. Historically great side by side racing. You remember the battles yeah. of Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon, I believe, in back in uh, the '96, '98, one of yeah. those years, um, and uh, and quite a few others. Um, Bill Elliott in '92. Yeah. The the like. You, it just allows for Tony some Stewart great getting stuff. his first win here. Yeah, that that was which cool. is interesting because when yeah. they when uh, the sprint cars when his sprint car series came mm-hmm. uh, last year, when uh, they came last year to uh, to to when they came last year to Virginia Motor Speedway, uh, you know, Tony uh, had uh, had some. We went over and, and got in his hauler and talked to him, and he was so thankful. Uh, so gracious to Bill Sawyer, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Man, I, I, I can't forget my very first Cup race was at your track, and you handed me, and and I, we're looking at a trophy that that everybody used yeah. to get back then, yeah. and that's the a cut out of the state of Virginia. Yeah, and we actually brought that back yeah. two years ago for the for this race coming up. So uh, yeah. um, the the Commonwealth of Virginia trophy will be presented to the. Uh, to the winner of the Federated Auto Parts 400, and uh, yeah, Tony got Tony got one. I remember uh, I remember that day very vividly because um, I was at a I was at a friend's birthday party that night, mm. and I kept leaving the party just yeah. to go back. Like I, yeah. I would say, probably every 25 laps, I would just I'm going back and watch the race. Yeah. And uh, I got in with about 10 laps to go and watch Tony Tony win his first uh, first race at Richmond. That it, and you you think back, uh, you go that wasn't so long ago, but it was <laughs> twenty one years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, but, makes you feel old. Yeah. It, well, uh, I don't have to yeah. t- think back to feel old. <laughs> All I got to do is step out of yeah. bed every morning. Well, speaking of uh, years ago, trucks haven't been here in, in no. fifteen years. They're coming back, which I always. I don't want to upset nobody, but I never understood why they took them away. Yeah. It just did not make sense to take them away from Richmond. That it, uh, and it was a 
perfect. And just like this weekend, mm -hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yep. it was such a great weekend mm -hmm. of racing. And the trucks, you, you talk about Cup and Xfinity having race in here. Yeah. The trucks are amazing yeah. on this track. From the very first race, you had a photo finish between mm -hmm. Jeff Bodine and, and Terry Labonte. Like, I went back and watched every single truck race uh, that, that was yeah. run here. Um, they're all on YouTube, by the way, if you uh, if you feel like watching them you get, to get prepared <laughs> for this weekend. And not only was the, you know, they had tons of incidents, like action, people beating the hell out of each yeah. other, but the racing the technical like the technical racing side by side the battles that they had were just phenomenal here too and i'm hoping and i'm thinking that it's going to be the same on thursday night the trucks no matter where they race typically race sometimes better than the cup and the xfinity yeah a, a lot has to do with they're not as aerodynamically mm -hmm. dependent on setups i kind of wish they would go back to the the one break in the middle yeah. You know, like they used to have, the, and the, ten, the ten minute, <laughs> the intermission. Yeah, and, and and take the trucks back to the some short tracks. Well, I, th I think that might be uh, same I thing think with the Xfinity series in the yeah. in the works because yeah. same thing with the Xfinity series because yeah. the the Xfinity that's how you get short track fans interested in NASCAR. Mm -hmm. Bring bring the show to them. I mean, when when I was at South Boston Speedway, we always had a truck in a bush race. Mm -hmm. Bush, it was bush at the time. And the drivers that we had, we always got a lot more guys racing with us during the season because they wanted to be there for those events mm -hmm. and be seen right. by the cup because they were always always a, the companion, you mm -hmm. know, the late model stock cars. Yep. And it, it was just a great weekend. I mean, to see South Boston Speedway with 15,000 people packed elbow to elbow. You know, uh, there, not a pl not a place to park, not a place to sit. That's what I remember. Mm -hmm. You know, and I also remember back in the days of Southside Speedway, where if you didn't get to Southside Speedway early, you didn't get a seat. It was just, I mean, and I, we want to get that back. Mm -hmm. That's why we do this show. I mean, we want to get that back. Yes, we're promoting all the tracks and, 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 and Richmond and Darlington mm -hmm. and Martinsville. We, we've, by the way, if you haven't noticed, we've adopted Darlington <laughs> Raceway <laughs> into the, okay. the racing we, we, Virginia family. We, we've adopted Darlington and we've adopted Harrison Burton. Like those yeah. are the two adopted yeah. kids so far. And by, and by the way, the, the paint schemes were just freaking <laughs> unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. And it was, it, it was interesting to see that both the Xfinity race and the cup race had similar finishes, maybe not in the same lap. Yeah, but, but very similar what but, happened at the But end. very similar what happened with the, with the, uh, the, the leaders, first and second, you know, get, in, get in, into each other. Yeah. And third, and third place, place wins. <laughs> third place just, just kind of moseys on. Was take, you know, Brandon Jones was coming. I thought that he might have... If he had a couple more laps and they did knock the hot at yeah. each other, he might have been able to pass them both because they were was, they were using their stuff up well, real bad. That and and by, by them battling side by side, 
it gave mm-hmm. him a, a chance. Absolutely. To, I mean, they, they slowed down way, way down, and he sped up. That was uh, shades of that. That race was shades of uh, Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven. Man, that, that, just that race was awesome. Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain, and yeah. and, and here comes Brandon Jones. That's a great precursor to two races here and yeah. uh, on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I think um, I think some beating and banging will be in order uh, in the Xfinity Series then too. Yeah, I think the Xfinity. I mean, because they're they haven't even set their playoff mm-hmm. races yet. Um, nope, they're, they're fi- uh, the, the the playoff field and it's pretty tight there at 14, 15, 16. With, with our buddy Brandon Brown, yeah. he's he's sitting in twelfth place. Uh, I think at forty one points above the cutoff. Excuse me, yeah, because they only take twelve, right? Yeah, they only take twelve. Yeah. So uh, he's he's sitting in twelfth place, um, forty one points above the cutoff. He had a he got in a lap, first lap wreck. Yeah. And persevered to to even gain points on the rest of the field, which was uh, impressive for that little team uh, out of out of Fredericksburg. You know, with it being Richmond Raceway NASCAR playoff weekend, yeah, it, it would it wouldn't be oh the same if we didn't have the director of track communications uh, NASCAR Mid Atlantic region with us. By the way, <laughs> Brent Gamble. Brent, congratulations, by the way, on the, I guess it's promotion, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it comes with a certificate at the end of the year. There's yeah. No doubt. yeah uh, you know, more work, but. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it, it's been great. Uh, absolutely fantastic to uh, get the opportunity to work for multiple tracks and uh, especially, you know, two tracks in Virginia. And then, of course, with South Carolina, <laughs> just getting back from Darlington. So it, it's been fun. Uh, and, and I got, I know you are, I mean, you spent all week in Darlington. Yes, I got. I, yes, I. So, uh, and you just got back yesterday. Yes, I. I went to bed. I got to the hotel around 3 a.m. on Monday. That's and just I wrong. Was back in the car at 8 a.m. on on same day. Doesn't so. NASCAR know when they schedule these things not to do that to you? <laughs> well, you know, I did schedule the media for Dennis yesterday, so I, I, I pulled in at 2:20 and we started media hits at 2:30. Don't you know he so. does it to himself? Yeah, he yeah, he, he, he can't help himself doing that. <laughs> uh, it uh, I, mean, I mean that's two busy weekends in a row that's that's it, a lot of long hours they're going to be a vacation after this isn't it, I, it, it you know there's definitely going to be a week away before martinsville there's no <laughs> doubt but no I, it was it's been great and to kind of see things from that perspective yeah. you know obviously we haven't had outside of martinsville we you know we haven't had these weekends no. like we're typically had with fans in particular so to be able to see the fans in the stands for the first time at the southern cookout southern 500 yeah. that was it, it, it felt a little normal for me, mm-hmm. missing all the media and everybody yeah. else, but it felt more normal than anything I'd had for the last seven months, there's no doubt. Now, i got to ask, you were there in person. I was at the Southern 500 uh, a couple years ago. Seeing those old-school paint schemes in person as much as you got to, yeah. um, how, how cool was that to, to just see them? Because like, on TV, it doesn't do it justice than see it in person. Yeah, I think I may have texted you a video <laughs> of on Pitt Road as they were as they were all yep. coming by because it really was cool to see it in person. Like you yeah. said, like standing right there next to it and just see year, generation, generation, all mm-hmm. the different things. I mean, I, I thought uh, I thought the number 15's car, Red oh, Rooster, yeah. was just to me, that car just stood out so much. Absolutely. Um, the, yeah, Spire, the Spire number 77 with... Yeah. With, with the Earnhardt, with paint the scheme. the uh, a paint scheme that Earnhardt only ran once, mm-hmm. ever. Well, well, and the and the number forty eight, yeah. um, which was you know oh, a, was. an iconic mix of some things. It, it it seemed you know 
it, it didn't seem everything I thought it would be, but seeing him in the hat and Dale Earnhardt glasses, yeah. that, that mm -hmm. was remarkable to me. And you, you know, one of the things that I thought was cool is there was a lot of Racing Virginia representation in the weekend. You had yeah. multiple drivers running Elliott Sadler paint schemes, which was yeah. wild. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle Busch was running his M&M's paint scheme. Um, and who else was it? The, the 30, the, the 30 truck or the 08 truck was running one of his old paint schemes that he, that he won at at Pocono and, uh, John Hunter Nemechek was running his old, uh, Sitco paint scheme. Yeah. So I know he was excited about that. And then of course, Harrison Burton's Dex imaging car looking yeah. like his dad's game car back in the day, which was just really cool. I think that might've been my favorite Xfinity scheme of the whole weekend. Yeah, it, it was a unique experience seeing it from that perspective, but also for like, you know, there weren't any fans there for Xfinity, mm -hmm. which to me I thought was the best race of the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, that that it was just just phenomenal seeing how uh, just the racing on that, which excites me for us having yeah. a night race and then a day race all within 24 mm -hmm. hours of each other. Um, and talking to the drivers post race down at the media center, we we're doing uh, post race press conferences and interviews and stuff, and you know they just immediately started talking about Richmond, Richmond, Richmond yeah. and what they were wanting, you know, what they were expecting, but also saying it's going to be a test of endurance for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a, you bring up a good point because I didn't even think of it, about this. The, uh, the, due to the rules, they're going to have to use the same cars for the yeah. Go Bowling 250 as they do in the Virginia's for Racing Lovers 250. Two completely different set of uh, circumstances and times of day, which is going to be a challenge for them and provide some really good racing, I think, because they're going to have to tinker with the setups for both. Oh, there's there's, there's going to be a lot and of no changes. And no practice. <laughs> no uh. practice. Yeah. Well, and, you know, honestly, the, the no practice thing, it feels weird yeah. that, you know, you're not talking to a pole winner and you're not going through all these other, you know, kind of the machinations of a typical race day. It feels kind of eerie to a certain mm -hmm. degree. Um, but at the same time, once the racing starts, those first 20 laps, they really are figuring it out. I mean, the Xfinity yeah. race in particular, uh, I was in Enfield Care. They didn't make it around two laps before someone had wrecked. And poor Daniel Hemrick, uh, oh, no one's man. had a worse year than, yeah. you know, had a tougher year than him. And, uh, you know, so going in field care and talking to him after that and did his media interviews as nice as can be. And he sat in the cart, we're driving off. And the first thing he says is, just not my year. <laughs> just oh, not my year right now. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I don't know, maybe I, I might be kind of one of the only ones that think this, but I think that the racing in in all three divisions has been better this year because of no practice. Mm -hmm. I think they get into practice, they start second guessing themselves. Well, you know, I think Cal Bush is the is the is the perfect case. He's a guy who can get his car where it needs to be yeah. through practice, and it also shows throughout the years why he runs everything. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, so, he's frustrated. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. frustrated because he he can't get the car to where he wants or needs it to be at this point in time without the practice and the qualifying time. And you're seeing a guy like Denny, who's a more you know shoot from the hip. Yeah. Uh, there was a video uh, I saw that was trending on on Twitter yesterday, or maybe I saw it this morning, that was uh, years and years ago at Darlington when all he had to do was make a lap around mm -hmm. the track in 45 yeah. seconds to stay in, and he. He, he still had to go as hard as he could, and then he wrecked the car, and he didn't even make the race. Yeah, yeah. He had to run a 45-second lap around Darlington, which is like 15 seconds off, yeah. more than 15 seconds off the pace, and he walled it in turn one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but that's what he does. That's that's yeah. the style yeah. of driver that he is, and and uh, and like you said, this year why he is a a true championship contender. He probably would have been up front at the Southern 500 if he hadn't didn't have that issue getting to pit road on the final pit stop. Well, and thinking of Kyle, I mean, this is this weekend's a, a time he can get right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he, look yeah, at, Richmond's good to him. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, and Bristol right after, so he he's got two weeks in a row where he it, it, it's his tracks. Yeah. And if you look at, I think he was, you know, he won, he swept in nineteen or in eighteen, yep. and then in nineteen he was, I think, eighth or ninth in the spring, and he was second in the fall. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> he he'll be ready. There's and no and who would have thought? Who would have thought? At this point in the season, Kyle Busch, no wins. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody yeah. would nobody but would have thought that. Someone he would have lost a lot of money if you bet money on that. Well, think about it in the championship. I mean, he he before he won the championship, he didn't win anything yeah. until mm -hmm. mid year last year. And, you know, granted won the championship race, but that's a different race. Yeah. Yep. That's a completely different than all the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you, you, right you, now race, it's, you race those, you race that championship race much different than you do the groups of races leading into it. You're you know, trying to, you know, yeah. stay out of trouble and accumulate points. Yeah. The last race, you're going for the win. Yeah. yeah, this, this, the funny thing about Phoenix being the last race mm -hmm. is that the two guys that are hottest this year, that's their racetrack. Yeah. 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 They both do extremely well there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it could, if they're in the final four, you almost, you know, who do you put your money on? It's yeah. going to be one of them, probably. The, the, the Toyotas are going to have a good weekend, I think. You know, they, they typically always do. But one thing we, we can't forget for this weekend, it's the first time that short charge package has run yeah. here yet. We have, there hasn't been a race at Richmond for it to run. I mean, this is the longest time in the 74-year history of Richmond Raceway that the track has been quiet. The yeah. last cars mm -hmm. to run on this track were IndyCar tests. So it's uh, it's going to be fascinating to see those cars get on the track for the first time. I mean, truck, of course, is going to be dynamic uh, on Thursday oh night. Oh man, we, were, we before you got in here, that's what we were talking about. It's like can't wait to see see the visual of how good yeah. that truck race is yeah. going to be. Um, but yeah, low downforce, higher horsepower here at Richmond for the Cup Series. Great move by NASCAR to do that, especially leading into the championship. That's a package that's going to be at the championship as well. But it's going to serve Richmond really, really well this weekend. And, and this weekend is a record setter for the track. I mean, I don't think <laughs> yeah. I don't think we uh, the tracks ever hosted four races in three days. Yeah. It you know, but the thing is, is NASCAR's getting good at this. Mm -hmm. The whole you know the whole group from top to bottom, mm -hmm. from teams to officials. They really have their game on right now. Yeah, it's it, it, it getting to see it in person. I, I kept saying all last week, uh, I'd got to Darlington about a week or so in advance and had made multiple other trips before that just in preparation. And I kept saying like, I just want to get to Saturday and just kind of see it all in action. And after one day, now you now I get it. Like I get how it's working from an infield, from a media center standpoint, um, because you know it's it's such limited media. And while we have a press box of media, um, and I'll go over and try to see, say hello and stuff. But mostly being in the in yeah. the media center the whole time with everything going on. It, it's it's going to be a great weekend of racing. It really is. It's got some great uh, sponsors. Obviously, Toyota's been with yeah. Richmond for a while. 
Uh, well, and you know, not a Toyota driver, but yeah. watch Austin Dillon this weekend. Yeah. He in he, his in his post race press conferences, finishing second at Darlington. That's all he, he he kept bringing up to Richmond. He goes, I this was the that was the track he was worried about. Now he gets to Richmond and Bristol, and he says, I'm I'm good at Richmond. I can win at Richmond. And honestly. The way the playoff everything looks, he needs to win at Richmond yeah. mm -hmm. to really lock himself into the next round. Sure, and that's that's a bold statement from from. I know he got the the win at Texas earlier this year, but that was on a a strategy call that yeah. paid off mm -hmm. for a team that runs somewhere between eighth and fifteenth on a normal basis. To have that confidence is pretty pretty impressive yeah. for him to voice that too. Yeah, they, I think the line he used in post-race this weekend was someone asked him, what's it like to finish second? And he said, well, it's like kissing your mom. And then he <laughs> said, sorry, mom. You know? um, and so I, I, it really is. I mean, I think you're going to see some folks at Richmond. And it's in years past. You know, when Vegas was mm -hmm. the first race before Richmond, yeah. you saw we, everyone always thought, like, it's going to be a little more of a relaxed race. You're not going to see a lot of damaged cars because they know when they get to Richmond and now Bristol that they really can put it in gear and take some risks mm -hmm. that they haven't. So I, I'm really fascinated to see what the package and stuff uh, from, we got. From your standpoint, being in the communications side of it, mm -hmm. Uh, who is the dark horse? Who, who out of, other than Harvick and Hamlin, yeah. who 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 do you think could win it all? Oh, uh, here or for the whole season? For the whole season. Oh, I, I don't think you can count Kyle out at any point in time. Because, I mean, I know from a playoff point perspective, but he's still the driver who can get on a run. Mm -hmm. Um but, I'm, I mean, I think Hamlin and Harvick. Har Harvick just – I think the, the line – I was listening to the, uh, the, um, the athletics podcast post-race with, uh, with Jordan and Gluck the other night. And it, it, they kept saying, like, Harvick's team just doesn't make mistakes no. that hurt them. They just, they just do their thing, and they never hurt themselves. And exactly winning mm -hmm. the race this weekend is exactly what did for and them. And how about Stuart Haas getting all four cars in? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you're talking about a team that really hasn't been around that long. Yeah. And I, and I still I think, you know, I think the whole industry is all still hoping there's a chance. One race, won't matter for the playoffs, but one race at some point in time, you'll see Jimmy get close. Yeah. I, he, I think he was, he was until he bumped Hamlin, and I think he messed the, messed the front end of his car up. He was close. He's running second to, to believe Truex there for a long period of time. And, and I, think, I think Jimmy's I think just been – he wants it so bad mm -hmm. and this being the last year yeah new crew chief i think he just overdrove in some races where he would in most cases maybe would have won yeah absolutely yeah. and the the, ver the the name that came up in some of the virtual uh, media days that yeah. happened last week for the playoffs that came up several times was alex bowman yeah. he's been in the top he's been in the top 10 consistently mm -hmm. And he's right on that edge. Ryan now, Blaney's been fast all year. Yeah, he, he just, just had a lot of bad luck. Lo losing his crew chief over yeah. the weekend with uh, um, with some issues before yeah. the race inspection um, really cost him this last weekend. Mm -hmm. And now he's behind the eight ball. Yeah, because yep. you know you you have one bad race. We saw it with uh, Kyle Larson several years ago after having his best season he'd ever had. Yep. You get one one bad race, the first or second race, and you can be on the outside looking and, in really quick. And that's with Blaney. Like you would have expected him to not run that poorly and get behind. Um, but now he's back 17 points out of the out of the cut line 
tied with Matt DiBenedetto, who had a nut, who had a terrible race as well, which is unfortunate for the Wood Brothers. Everybody so. keeps pointing to um, the twenty-two too. I mean, mm-hmm. just you know, with Logano, uh, everybody it, says that he's you know. Hey, if he gets in the championship four, he was the spring winner in Phoenix. Yeah. So. And, and Keselowski had some damage early in the race over the weekend. but So he, it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he, think that's the, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, but that's the fun part about the whole thing yep. is it, it literally could be uh-huh. anybody. Yeah. And, and the nice thing is is that Richmond always provides great racing. It doesn't matter yeah. which, uh, whether it be Gander RV Outdoor Truck Series, whether it be Xfinity Series, whether it be Cup Series, it always produces great racing, mm-hmm. and you typically don't know who the winner is until the final 10 laps. Yeah, you're, you're going to get a show. Yeah, There's there's no doubt you're going to get a show this weekend, and I think uh, the trucks are going to set the tone for the weekend, and then when you have the Xfinity coming in, and then, of course, Cup and stuff on. Uh, it, it's just it's going to be nice to see racing under the lights, and, and, you know, and I know Dennis will talk, is about to join you guys as well. You know, I think there will be some emotions for a yeah. lot of the staff when that first – when that first truck goes around, mm-hmm. just talking to some folks in the industry over the weekend, um, I, you know, I said, for a lot of us, it's been a year, and we're all working in, in so many different ways. I said, you know, it'll be, emo- it'll be emotional even for me being down there to mm-hmm. see when that first truck goes around going, you, we never thought yeah. a year ago when that last lap came through what would mm-hmm. happen in the world that yep. would impact us in the way that it has. And uh, it's, it'll feel good to see some racing back at this track that we all love. Absolutely, and by the way, we need to <clears throat> talk with NASCAR and get them to schedule a little bit better so you don't have back-to-back weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks so much, Brent, uh, for all your support, uh, the support for this show um, and all you do for the you know Richmond Raceway and the community. Just, uh, can't thank you enough. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks for you guys doing the podcast consistently, and uh, the, it's, it's never been better than it's been this year, and uh, it's certainly something hey. I listen to every single week. And, so. and, it, and it's on all <laughs> the directories now yes, yes. hallelujah Took, <laughs> how long did it take me brent yes and thanks you, you, you're wearing a mask that i pointed yeah. you to uh, when yes, this all yeah, started yeah. and yeah. you wore a cowboy's hat for me today so that's right uh, it's a good that's a great start it's a great start <laughs> yeah, hey I, I can't i know how to suck up i agree up. with all the rest of the stuff except for the cowboy's hat. i look i know how to suck up to the boss speaking of speaking of the boss yeah we're gonna yeah, bring yeah, in the, bring in, in the big boss yeah thanks so much brent thanks guys and of course, uh, as we're talking about the real boss, the <laughs> the president of Richmond Raceway, and and as I've said, and I'm not I'm not sucking up to the boss again. <laughs> uh huh. Sure, you're not. But the the one thing that uh, we've said, and I'm, who was it I was talking to last week about this? Um, that Dennis Bickmeyer remind is the closest thing I've seen to a Paul Sawyer. Plain and simple. That's a hell of an introduction, so, Dennis. That, that means a lot. I, I appreciate that. And um, and we were just down in the, our garage walk of fame or mm-hmm. walk of yeah. honor yesterday and uh, shooting some things and uh, looking at the panel of Mr. Sawyer down there. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, you know, because I remember him, you know, grow, having grown up here in Richmond and gone to quite a few of the races here and, and known the family for a long time, actually worked for one of the family <laughs> for the last 20 years. Uh, but Paul was always out and about. And it didn't, and it wasn't just on race weekend. Oh, it was Rick Mass we were talking about. Yeah, Rick's and, a good friend. Yeah, and, and Rick said the same thing, that, you know, if you raced at Richmond, you were going to have a five-minute 
conversation with Paul Sawyer. He just wanted to know how you were doing, what you were doing, you know, trying to figure, you know, trying to just let you know he was happy that you were here. Same thing with the fans. He would he would stand at the gate, shake I heard hands. That story, yeah. You know, there's been other people before you that came through, and uh, and I've seen a lot of promoters and other tracks, and you don't hide in your office. You're out in the community. You're you're on race day. You're out talking to fans. You're talking to the competitors. You're talking to the team owners. Just it for me, that's a close comparison. Like I said, I, I appreciate that. And, and, you know, I tell people all the time, no fans, no us, you no. know, and we need that connectivity. And I, I think our sport does a great job of having those authentic connections between, you know, the sport and the people that support the, the sport. And I will tell you, this week is tough. Oh, God. Not having fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. I keep tapping my heart because I will miss today yeah. when we're recording this, we should have campers rolling into this property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would be with us all week. And you talk about getting to know people. Yeah. That's some of the, the best part of race weekend is cruising around and going and visiting with people that are camping here. And uh, it will, it will, they will be missed. I know a lot of them are getting together at various campgrounds <laughs> yeah. around here. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting yeah. text messages from yeah. some of them. They're inviting me to come over. I'm going to go uh, as many as I can. But really, the, the fans are at the heart of everything that we do. And I know so many people say, oh, you're, you know, promoters, you're supposed to say that. But, I mean, if we don't have those authentic connections, no. you know, we're mm-hmm. not around. This place, you, you know, lock the gates up, man. Yep. And, and, and we also have to, I mean, and then the thing that you have done and your staff are doing a great job at is trying to educate non-race fans, trying to get a younger generation to become involved. I mean, we have the esports uh-huh. uh, team for Richmond Raceway. And by the way, that was probably one of the first NASCAR tracks that I know of that had their own esports. The team. only Still one. Are, yeah. Yeah. The, the only, only one. one. Yeah. It was a uh, you know, just a just a unique in- initiative too because it, talking to that community like they they speak nascar a little bit different than the old school fans so being able to speak their language was huge and i think we did a great thing with that and you can you you can tell me all you want but i truly believe that when nascar went to the iRacing format to keep this year this year to keep in front of the fan base they gained fans yeah because you had uh, you had so many young younger fans that maybe never watched before mm-hmm. you know that's what they're into they're into the gaming yeah. they, so they started watching they're like well maybe if it's this good on iRacing maybe we should start looking at it on tv when it comes back or going to one of the events yeah you know i give our industry a lot of credit for transitioning to that when we were down and um you know, unfortunately, we, we did a virtual uh, Richmond Raceway <laughs> uh, race uh, for our April race. Um, but that I think you're exactly right. And I think the data shows that there there were some new eyeballs watching that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've been able to keep some of those eyes on the sport, which is, which is you know, again, really good. But then I think just overall for our industry to get us back to racing again some tracks with fans some tracks without fans but to get us back on schedule 
When yeah. we finished, when we raced in Daytona a couple weeks ago, yeah. that was on the scheduled weekend. I yeah. still yep. can't get over that. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Brent, yeah, NASCAR has gotten, gotten good at running multiple races in a week. They can say what they want. Steve Phelps can say what he, you know, when the, the Phillips, were Phillips? Phelps. 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 Uh, <clears throat> he can say that there's, you know, the midweek stuff, eh, and then, you know, multiple races. But I think it's, I think it's the future. Yeah. My personal opinion, four races, four races in three days. That to me is the future. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's really cool. I think it's, um, you know, and we know we can do it. Right? We know we mm -hmm. can execute it. We're not we're not worried about that. I think, uh, you know, if fans were here, they would be the beneficiary of that. And that's well. what I'm saying. Yeah. It, you know, you yeah. now you you <clears throat> a ticket for the weekend is. Oh yeah. Lord, mm -hmm. yep. it's it's worth something. Absolutely. Not that it wasn't worth anything yeah. before, yeah. but still. And, and look, guys, we we've seen some things. We've had to do some things to get back to where we are. The double headers that yeah. we're talking about. No practice. No qualifying. I like no practice. Set the field. I like no qualifying. You know? Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> Because it, it's created these comers and goers in the field. Like, you don't know how your car is going to react. The person sitting on the pole could have a 20th place car. Look, yeah. to me, it also puts the race back in the driver's seat. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can't drive a car that's ill handling at, mm -hmm. at the beginning, you're out to lunch. Yeah, yeah you're chasing it. Yeah. And, and then it, you know. So I, I, I do. I, I like that as well. I think it throws a lot of strategy out the window. I think, it, you, to your point, it puts it back in the driver's hands mm -hmm. a lot more. Um, so I, I'm all for it. It's got that old-school <laughs> yeah, feel, it man. Does. Yeah. Unload, get in the <laughs> hey, car, and let's go race. Short, yeah. Shorten the races. If you want practice, yeah. give them – let's do some heat racing. Something. Let's go short yeah. track. So, so I think I think to your point, like that no practice. We saw what happened at Martinsville earlier this year. They set the field; nobody had practice, and you had guys like Brad Keselowski yeah. going a lap down in 50 laps. You know, with the short track package here and them not having raced here in in a year, do you expect some of the same? I definitely do, and it's it's hard to wrap my brain around the fact that we haven't had a race in a year, first and foremost. But second. They're coming here with another unknown with the new short track rules package. So mm -hmm. I'm anxious to see how that plays out Saturday night. Um, again, we just you just don't know. You're not going to have that opportunity to, to tune and tune and tune. You're going to get mm -hmm. in the car, fire it up, and you're going to go racing. And those first four or five laps, you're going to be like, this feels different, you know? <laughs> yeah. I hope it does. I hope it feels different for all of them. Yeah. And, 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 and let's see where it goes. As a, as a fan, uh, one of the biggest things that I love about NASCAR is the unpredictability. You, I always tell people, it's like, what is it like watching NASCAR race? Think, think about the entire NFL playing on the same field at the same time in the same game. Like, you have all yeah. this unpredictability going on, and with no practice, no qualifying, no, no nothing, it is added to that, and it just provided some really good entertainment. Without a doubt, and, and again, I think that... Um, the playoff pressure adds to it. Yeah. And uh, I know you guys were touching on it earlier. Um, you know, you got, you know, Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott who didn't have the finish that they should have had after dominating down in, in Darlington. Might add a little pressure to those guys. Kyle Busch has not had a Kyle Busch yeah. kind of year. Coming you know? to a Kyle Busch track, though. Exactly. So is this you the launching know. pad for mm -hmm. him? You know, Gibbs, Joe Gibbs Racing is, is – 
you know, the team to beat here. They've won, what, that last four in a row or yeah. something like that? Yep. And, so, and in the spring, I think, uh, or one of the races, they would have had the, all four cars to yeah. finish in the top yeah. four had it not been for a penalty at the yeah, end. Yeah, they got a penalty in, in the post-race inspection. So excited about that. I, I got to say, too, um, I do not want to – Shortchange the Gander RV yeah. and Outdoors Truck Series oh. coming here, man. I am so excited oh. for Thursday night. I mean, they haven't been you, here you since have no 05. I, you have no, no idea how bummed I was in the spring when when they, when it was thought that the trucks weren't coming back. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because the trucks above uh, all three divisions, for me, sometimes put on the best racing. And you put them on a short track? Yeah. Oh. That, that the entire field, has, save for Matt Crafton yeah. and Johnny Sauter, who had never been to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they, they experienced the same thing in Darlington last year. Yeah. But they haven't been in Darlington in forever. I thought yeah. they handled it pretty well, but yeah. it, was fun to, it was fun to watch. We'll see what happens here. Oh, the trucks you know, here are awesome. Well, and, you know, I, I say this all the time. It's like one of the most asked questions in my tenure here, when are the trucks, trucks coming, coming back? back? And finally we can answer that question. It's, it's going to be fun to, to see them. See fire the up. trucks, like for me at the, at Virginia Marsh Speedway was when, when, when were the sprint cars coming yeah. back? So we bring, you know, we bring them back and Lord, and then this COVID stuff, we will get back to, 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 to fans which, in our facilities, man, yeah, which I have to, I had to put out, um, you know, Wearing a mask, people go, ah, you know, I, I, I you know, look, what's it going to hurt? The, the, the more you wear this mask now, the shorter this yeah. pandemic becomes mm -hmm. and the better chance of getting back to normal and having races with fans mm -hmm. and doing the things that we all love. And that's interacting with that fan base, uh, you know, because now, like, Brent, myself, and anybody else that's into marketing or so social media, you're having to find ways to get your fan base still engaged with yeah. you and keep them engaged because you don't want them to walk away because sure. th th uh, there's there's an old adage with guys that hang up their, uh, their driving suit is they always come back and tell you, I never knew there was life after racing, and you don't want that. No. You want racing to be at the forefront. You want it to be something they want to go to, enjoy. This is, I mean, the one thing about coming in person, it, whether it's a short track, whether it's NASCAR, is that uh, there's a lot, there, there's a big camping community, and it's like a big family. Everybody gets along. Everybody shares amazing. drinks. Yeah. You know, everybody sits around a, a campfire. It, it just, it really is amazing if you look at it. It's I think it's by far the most uh, important part of anything we do is that camaraderie that the fans have with each other and with the, the tracks and the drivers. Yeah. And uh, it, it you don't see that. And, I mean, yes, you have tailgating in football. Yeah. But that's just to drink beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, You don't a, have camping a, in football. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a community. Yeah. I mean, it's everything that you would want, you know, when you think about what a solid community is all about. Yeah. That's what you see at the racetrack when you, you know, as you say, they talk about the, the camping experience and things like that. But even those folks that, you know, talk about tailgating, we got one of the best tailgating yeah. reputations in all mm -hmm. of yeah. NASCAR out there in Lot D. We park 4,000 cars out there <laughs> on race day. <laughs> and, you know, it's a sea of easy ups. Out there. <laughs> and and, and, and they get after it. Oh, man. You know, I talk to people out there that, 
you know, for a night race, they have breakfast, lunch, it's and endemic. dinner out yeah. there, and mm -hmm. then they have a post-race snack while they're waiting for the yeah. lot to clear yeah. out. I mean, it, it is absolutely amazing. And that's, I, I'll go all the way back to the first race I ever went to was the first race ever held at what was then California Speedway. And I went out there as a volunteer to help a friend out. Never been to a NASCAR race before. And was just blown away by it. Just yeah. the sights, the sounds, the colors. I mean, all that stuff. I mean, it mm -hmm. gets you, you know. Yeah. And um, and it just, I'll never forget that day walking in there. Like, this place is not. Yeah. And at that point <laughs> in my career, I had worked Final Fours. I had worked the Major mm -hmm. League Baseball yeah. All-Star Game. I'd worked the Super Bowl. I had been, to, I had yeah. been and worked at big events. And I walked into that place, and I'm like, NASCAR does this 36 times a yeah. year, yeah. not just <laughs> once a year. I mean, that's pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and that's the thing about the NASCAR races, too, is because each track, you know, each baseball field's pretty much the same size. Each football field's pretty much the same size. Each track has its own unique personality and reputation. Inside and outside. Inside, inside and out, which I think makes it more special than any of the stick and ball sports, yeah. too. It's interesting you say that, and you'll appreciate this. We had a good conversation with Randy Holman yesterday. Yeah. Obviously, he writes for Racing Virginia, and, and I mean, long, long time motorsports writer. But he's working on a story, uh, looking at um, the um, uh, his favorite Richmond races. His fa favorite Richmond yeah. races, yeah. And Brent and I sent him some information yesterday, but. He's looking at it two ways. He's looking at old configuration and yeah. new configuration, mm -hmm. yeah. which I think is really, yeah. really cool. So, uh, well, I, we I'm were talking at the top of the, the uh, at top of the show. We were talking about uh, when this track went from half mile to three quarters, and Paul Sawyer decided we're going to do it in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Spring race, we dig the thing up. Fall race, we're back to racing. Yeah. You, there's no, and I just said, there's no way you could ever do this again. Got the diagram on the I wall know. there from Timmins and Jeannie West is, is, a, yep. is a good friend of the racetrack yep. and did a lot of work here with Mr. Sawyer and stuff and, and gave us that print and stuff to, to put up there on the wall. It was pretty cool. But, yeah. you know, talking about, you know, why the banking <laughs> is what it is and on and on. I love hearing, and how hearing unique those to, stories. Because there is not another right. track that is shaped or races like Richmond right. Raceway. Yeah, you're exactly right. And that's, it's, you know, again, makes us unique. We love that, that, that part of being unique and not like another racetrack. You know, the other thing that we have to also be uh, cognizant of is that our, our sponsors have been, uh, have gone above and beyond because they could have just said, Hey, yeah. look, no fans. We're, We'll just take that money back. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I would say this, man. Um, on the sponsor side and the fan side. So on the sponsor side, there are certain, obviously, things that we just can't deliver this week without having fans. So mm -hmm. tickets, obviously, yeah. hospitality, the fan engagement in the midway and all that. And we've had conversations with all of our partners. They're very understanding. And then some have just said, you know what? What we can't deliver this time, let's roll over to 2021. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. we're with you, and that makes you feel good, you know? And and, the, and that support is there. Same with the fans. I feel like industry-wide, we've done uh, good by our fans. Yeah. With offering the additional 20% credit, I think, has been a home run. And, and you've seen that in what we've been able to roll over to 2021 for our fans. So, look, some wanted refunds. I get it. No problem. Majority don't, though. Yeah, and, and that is exactly right. So uh, we've been able to accommodate those who wanted refunds. 
and those who have said like we just can't wait to get back to the track roll it over to 2021 and then oh by the way here we're going to add another 20 percent for you to do something else maybe go into the infield yeah. or add another ticket or something so proud of our industry for, mm-hmm. for for doing that and taking care of our fans tourism department coming on coming on strong here lord yep. yeah, you know with coming the in, in to have the entitlement of yeah. the extra xfinity series race this weekend yeah we got a great relationship with uh, virginia tourism as well as our local rva i got it on here on my yeah. mask uh, richmond region tourism so our tourism partners are really good partners they obviously see the the benefit of our race events with fans filling up hotels and things like that so that's great toyota has been a longtime partner here um and then you know the, to stay with us on the truck race go bowling uh they're fun partners they've yeah. been with us a couple <laughs> of years I, I, was, I was telling brandon yesterday I, the other thing i missed this week is I missed the professional women yeah. bowling championship that would have been tomorrow night or would have been Wednesday yeah. night. I missed yeah. that. Yeah, that that yeah. for them to not only uh, partner the go bowling and and the um, the PWBA to partner with us, but to bring the championship here to our old Dominion building is was just really special and such a fun event to, yeah. to watch. Yeah, I mean, if you tell people like, wait, you got a bowling alley? Yeah, who would who would think you could <laughs> yeah. put a bowling alley yeah. up yeah. in a week? Yeah. And, and, and not only that, they leave the bowling alley up for yeah. the fans to bowl yeah. during race weekend, yeah, too. as well as the staff that goes <laughs> in there late at night. For the and some drivers that have come over yeah. And, yeah. and gone bowling late at night with us as well. So that's a lot of fun. And, and look, I can't say enough about Federated Auto Parts. They've been with us for nine years. Um, they've been in this sport for almost 30. You know, they sponsored yeah. races at Nashville for a long time mm-hmm. and other racetracks. And they're based here in Virginia. And they love the sport and they've got a long-standing relationship with kenny schrader who uh, yes who, who again i will miss this weekend because <laughs> kenny would have been here yeah. yeah and and if you've ever uh, if you've hung ever out with yeah. kenny schrader you uh, know how much fun yeah. that is if you've ever hung out with kenny schrader you've had a headache the next morning yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll break out yeah. some pictures then when we yeah. get off the air. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ken, Kenny, uh, Kenny, Kenny Schrader, Kenny Wallace, uh, the, those yep. two right there, continue to, to not only support racing in, mm-hmm. in in their career, but that's what they're you know, they're mm-hmm. they're doing it at the short track. Yep. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot can be said. We've been we've talked over last couple of weeks about you know um, Kyle Larson. He made a mistake at the beginning of the year. He's you know, gone through the process. He went back to short tracks rather than not race at all. Sure. He went back to short tracks. And, and, and with this pandemic year, it's been tough on short tracks. No question. With, with the way he is winning and what he is winning and how he is doing it, he's kept the eyes of the racing community in the short track realm. And I, I know he'll probably, I'm, I'm sure he'll get another shot to come back up to the big leagues but to have him as an ambassador still is racing uh you know we see it that kenny schrader kenny wallace do the same thing tony stewart still does. Yeah. i mean mm-hmm. you know in a in a non-pandemic year he'd run 125 oh, no, 130 no races and all, all, what that does and i'm you know you're starting to see more and more of the cup guys talk about it that we need to go back to the short tracks whether we just sign autographs or whether we race as long as we're there we're promoting the racing and we're getting more people to come to short tracks yeah. as well 
So I, I've got a thought on that. I think that if the schedule, what we've learned from the schedule this year, if it makes travel uh, a little easier yeah. for these guys, and I, I think it opens up opportunities for those guys to go grab a race here or there at some of the short tracks, mm -hmm. you know? So well, if they only have yeah. to be in Richmond on Saturday, maybe sure. they go grab a race somewhere on a Friday night. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I and think that's great. And you've got really talented guys like a Chase Briscoe yeah. who could who could do that and and you know gain some notoriety to yeah. to the short track that's a part of that weekend it just i mean with tony and uh, ray evernham are doing with srx yes, you yeah. know bringing some older drivers and some newer drivers together mm -hmm. racing it's kind of like the irock series racing eight yeah. ten times whatever across the country and making it so that they're probably going to be pretty close to a nascar facility when they do it you know, the uh, that's the, the whole point of this show. And, again, I thank Br uh, Brent for his efforts in promoting this and, and letting us do this. Uh, but you you fly the Racing Virginia flag. <laughs> I'm so upset, too, because I actually pulled that shirt out this morning. I'm like 0 for 2 on my shirt selections. I'm like a day off because we filmed yesterday in the Walk of Honor, and I had my Virginians for Racing Lover shirt, and I was like, oh, I'll need that for Saturday yeah. for that race. So I'll just leave that in the closet. And then I grabbed my Racing Virginia shirt this morning, forgetting that I was going to be on with you guys. I, was like, oh, wait a Actually, I think I might need that one on Wednesday, so I'll leave that here. So I'm like a day off. I don't know what's uh, – yeah. I'm just off this week, uh, you know. But but uh, we can't thank you enough. Well, thank uh, you. Uh, this, this season, the, it's the third season of this show, and it by far has been – the best it's ever been well thank you for that and let's not forget the mission of racing virginia it's to yeah. promote all of racing, racing. Oh, yeah. in virginia we've done it pretty yeah, good no yeah. you got, it's been fantastic <laughs> and i love listening and i love what randy's doing with his writing and I, I i think we've laid a solid foundation i think we we all collectively need to like yeah. what's the next level now right. you know mm -hmm. uh especially coming out of what we've all experienced this year because the short tracks need our help more than ever now. Absolutely. I keep saying we don't need short tracks, our local tracks to close down. We need them to stay open. And and so for everyone listening, you gotta get out and support your local track. And I think all of us as the track promoters within Racing Virginia, I think we all gotta get together the yeah. first of the year and and again, talk about what's the next layer of what we're trying to do here with Racing Virginia. And as we start pointing towards what everyone's schedule is going to look like in 2021, what we can do to get yeah. fans back to the racetrack. Well, and, and the, the, the biggest thing for all the racetracks in Virginia is that we don't schedule big events on each other, mm -hmm. if, you, if at all possible. Yes. Because what that allows is that allows the short track fan to decide, okay, this week uh, maybe it's a special event here, uh, but, but there's also a special mm -hmm. event at, at Langley. Oh Lord, which one do I go to? Right. You know, I'm, so uh, you know we work like Virginia Motor Speedway. We work very close with Langley. We look at the South Boston Speedway uh, um, schedule just to make sure we don't kind of you know land on top of a bunch of other folks. And I think that if we all do that collectively, I think then we can get more fans. At especially the bigger shows cost a lot more and they need you need the you know the most fan count there so if we can do that that helps uh you know we 
it's been tried before where everybody is a collective and buys toilet paper from the same person. That's hard to do. Yeah. Everybody's got their own <laughs> deals. It is. Everybody's got their own deals with that. So the biggest thing is how, what has worked for one track in, in marketing and promoting a, an event? Let's share it with the other ones. Absolutely. Uh, there's, you know, don't, don't be scared as, as, as promoters, we can't be scared. The other guys making an extra buck than we are. Right. We all have to sit down. We all pull our pants on the same, you know, one leg at a time. And if we all work together, we'll make this thing work. The problem is we have tracks closing up here in the state of Virginia as well as all over the country. And this, you know, the, the pandemic didn't help, obviously. Right. Unfortunately, the, the, the folks that were hurting going into the pandemic probably aren't going to make it out of the pandemic, unfortunately, but maybe they do. They, well, they do just enough. And we look at Franklin County is coming back to life. I mean, that's a track that was dead, dormant, Ararat, Thunder Raceway, out in the way out in the west part of the state is, uh, came, uh, came about to start racing, you know, again. So, but we've got east side closed. We got Motor Mile now is for sale. You know, we just got to make sure that we we promote everybody, and that means karting. That means uh, drag. It's hard with the drag racing yeah. guys because we're we, the the two of us are. I mean, as much as I like drag racing, I really do. I used yeah. to do it a little bit myself back in my teenage years, but it's you know you you look at the results and you go. Okay, who won? <laughs> See, that was working at Route 66 Raceway. That is one of the things that I had to master was yeah. like sitting up in the control room and sounding like an idiot. So, what's what's a dial in? Yeah. What's what's a, yeah. what's an index? Yeah. What's a this? What's a that? Um, and but, and uh, we just and uh, you know we we've worked real, a, a lot closer with the drag strips this year. Um, we're finding that a lot of the drag racers have personality. Definitely. So I mean, we're you know if we if we spread the spread the love around as I say, uh, this 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 show will grow even more. It's now on all the indexes, so you can't complain. <laughs> it, you know, you can't go. Well, I have to go to your website and listen or download. Okay, now you don't have to do That's it. Right. So I want to I want to know. Speaking of uh, personalities, we're gonna have a few here this weekend, and we're gonna have some really good racing. Um, Dennis, I want you. I, I'm not gonna make you pick winners, but uh, I want you. Why to, not? I want. I mean, if he wants Humpy to. Did it. If he wants to, he Humpy can. used to do it. But uh, I, I just want a weekend preview for Richmond uh, coming up. Well, again, I think four races in three days. Uh, the unknown of the rules package for the Cup yeah. race uh, Saturday night, the Federated Auto Parts 400, is something intriguing to watch. Um, I guess kind of working backwards from that, you know, race number two of the playoffs. Like I said earlier, is this where Kyle Busch yeah. gets some momentum going for for another championship run? I tell you, if he wins Saturday night, I think there's some drivers in the garage will be like, uh oh, you know, yep. the, the sleeping giant has has awoken. So I'd keep my eye on that. I, you guys talked earlier about the Stuart Haas uh, racing uh, cars. I, I picked Eric Almarola as my dark horse, you know, and he, I think he's quietly gone about this entire yeah. season. He's consistently in the top 10, top five. And let's see if he can hang around, do a few rounds of the playoffs and then, and then see what, see what happens. But again, I, I think Hamlin's going to be tough to beat Saturday night here. I know that's such a simple, easy pick. Um, to say that the hometown guy, but he, 
what a year, man, yeah. what a year. And then, you know, I, I think the, the two Xfinity races will race completely different. Friday night yeah. under the lights, Saturday afternoon. So whatever you did Friday night, you can throw <laughs> it out the window because yeah. you got to just have a short-term memory and, and readjust to Saturday afternoon. So we'll see what happens there. You know, uh, Al Geyer, I think, uh, you know, could be a contender in either one of those. Yeah. And, I, and he, I think he needs a good race, too. Yeah. You know? He does. He's had, he's had a lot of bad luck. And I, the trucks, I, I have no idea. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I will tell you. So Johnny Sauter's in yeah. that group, but he's not had a Johnny Sauter kind of year, right? Yeah. And this is their cutoff. Yeah. So if anyone has to swing for the fences, mm-hmm. it's the most veteran guy in the field to get into the playoffs and one of the only drivers in that field who has raced not only raced at richmond in the past in the bush series and in the cup series but won here at richmond in the past yeah. so See, i didn't know he had a win so oh, yeah that's good yeah See, knocked, it's good to have him around. Knocked, yeah, no, there's no doubt. Yeah. Knocked Matt Kenseth out of the way in turn four in a Bush Series race about 17 years ago. How did I know he was going to know yeah. that? <laughs> but here's the thing. So we have we have racing back. That's you know we will miss our fans, yeah. but just got to encourage everybody to tune in, man. Fox Sports uh, Net on uh, Fox Sports One, yeah. Um, on Thursday. On Thursday night, yeah, eight o'clock, and then NBCSN the rest of the weekend for the two Xfinity Series races and the Cup Series race. And, and again, I, uh, before we let you go, we know it's you've got a busy week, uh, but we can't thank you enough for flying the racing Virginia flag. Uh, you've gone to bat with us for uh, with the folks uh, uh, in Daytona, <laughs> and we can't thank you enough. And hopefully, this thing will get even bigger than we anticipated. And I, I, I agree with you, and like I said, I'm, I'm serious. Like we've got to get together and figure out what the next. I think we've laid a solid foundation yeah. over these first couple of years. Now, how do we take it to another level? And quite frankly, I've been to your point. I, I've been beating the drum. Like there should be where we have other racetracks. There should be a racing California, yeah. and there should be a racing Arizona, and there should be a racing South Carolina, and on yeah. and on and on. We we've laid the groundwork for others to follow. Like, we've built the template. Yeah. So I hope that that happens, but I, I know um, you've got my commitment, our commitment to continue to to promote this great sport and, and find those new fans and those well, young the other, fans. I mean, the other thing that you – I mean, yeah, we fly the Racing Virginia flag, but you're also flying the Racing Virginia podcast flag. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I know you've gone to bat for us. So I appreciate thank that. Thank you guys for all that you're doing, and uh, we'll keep beating that drum. Thank you. He is Dennis Bickmeyer, the big boss, president, Richmond Raceway. Uh, we got a, a big weekend, folks. want to remind you, uh, Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series, Toyota Care 250, 8 p.m. on Thursday night, Fox Sports 1. Xfinity Series, Go Bowling 250 on Friday night, 7 p.m., NBCSN. And Xfinity, back again on Saturday afternoon. Xfinity Series, Virginia is for Lovers 250. Racing at, lovers. Racing Lovers, yeah. Saturday, 2 p.m. PM, uh, also on NBCSN, and of course, Cup Series Federated Auto Parts 400. It is the second playoff race of the playoffs, second race of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, back under the lights, 7.30 p.m., NBCSN, and uh, you're not going to want to miss a lap of it, folks. You really aren't. All four of these races are going to be phenomenal, and because this track always 
produces phenomenal racing. So I, I, it's not like I got to go out on, <laughs> no. a, on a limb and say that. It is the absolute truth. Been that way for many, 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 many years. And we can't thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Don't forget uh, social media. At Racing Virginia, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. There we go. And now the podcast on... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. There's a list goes on and on. It, 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 it's <laughs> iHeartRadio. Yeah. We just got approved for iHeartRadio yesterday. So uh, just about any, I don't think there's not a directory it's not on now. So if, if you have a favorite podcast listening app, just look us up, Racing Virginia. And uh, now it's easy for you to listen to. As always, for Brandon Brown, for Brent Gamble, for for Dennis Pickmeyer, I'm Dave C. saying thank you, folks, for listening and to keep racing, Virginia.